Oh, hello, my juicy little gangsters. What's up, Spiritual CEO Squad? Jackie here coming in hot for another podcast episode. You, 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 you. I'm just like giving myself imaginary rounds of applause. <laughs> you got to celebrate your wins, you know? Anyway, I hope you guys are all well and having the most freaking amazing time of your life. And if you're not, that's okay too. Just know it's going to pass. It's all good in the hood. It's all part of the journey, y'all. So I wanted to come in here today and chat about something that affects so many of my clients, so many of my students before they start working with me, all of these like, oh, there's a bit, really common themes of limitations that we all experience in our journey to creating, oh my God, so much gas, sorry, (laughs) to creating a wildly successful business. One of the most crucial things that you need to be doing to take your business into the space that you really want it to be is to stop treating it like a side bitch, like a side hustle, to stop treating your sole purpose like your side bitch, right? With this fuckboy energy of like half in, half out, only do it when I can be bothered. You guys, if you want your business to be taken seriously by the world, guess who has to take it seriously first? It's you, queen. It's you, girlfriend. So I'm coming at you with a couple of top tips to help you all do this because I know firsthand this journey and this process and the experience of this. And I have helped so many of my clients through the same energy as well. Because it's like we want to do this thing, right? We want to create this magical thing out in the world and we want to build ourselves a life of freedom around that and from that, right? But in order for that to happen, we actually have to take it seriously. And this is probably one of the biggest things that I teach in whether it's biz school or my masterminds or honestly any kind of conversation I have with any of my clients or students. It's around how to actually move your business into a place where you take it seriously, Because if you want these serious results and all of these big things, you want to make this impact on your community, you want to help people, you want to thrive financially through it as well, it's got to actually be taken probably a little bit more seriously than you are right now. One of the coolest things about being your own boss is having freedom. (laughs) Like, fuck yeah, that's why so many of us do this. Having freedom is one of the greatest benefits to being your own boss, right? We get to do what we want when we want, with whoever we want, for as long as we want. And it's the juiciest feeling ever to not be tied to like, you know, any hardcore job or having having other people putting pressure on you to, to you know, how you want to rule your day and run your day. Like I haven't worked for anybody since I was 21 years old. That is 11 years ago, right? And the energy of having that freedom is just unfucking touchable and I would never go back. However, Being your own boss, as amazing as it is, it also has a lot of perils and a lot of challenges that if you are not careful and you do not pull yourself up on, girl, you will get fucked, right? By yourself. And that sucks. Having this level of freedom is amazing, but it's also really dangerous in the sense that you don't have anybody else leaning over you and breathing over your shoulder and making sure your tasks are done and ensuring all of the things are complete and blah, 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 right? Like you are that person for yourself. And this can go one of two ways. This can either develop the most insane resilience, personal dedication, personal power within you to really commit to your dreams and actually achieve them and become the person who does that and teach yourself everything you need to to get there. 
and embody all of those qualities, like fucking yum, or this can go a different way. And that can be where you wake up in the same place one year from now because you're not taking your own shit seriously. And that's really hard to face. I get that, right? But if you right now are in a position where you're looking at your business and you're looking at things and you're not seeing the results you want to get, I want to ask you straight away, are you putting in the effort? (laughs) Are you actually taking your business seriously enough to get there? The kind of results you want to create and experience in your life, they require a certain level of action, of faith, of unfuckwithable belief, of strategy, of all of the things, right? Like there's steps to get to where you want to be. And if you're not there yet, let's start by taking our businesses more seriously. So I'm going to give you guys five top tips to help you move from meh, side hustle, hobby, only playing 50% in, blah, 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 into boss CEO mindset. Okay. So number one, how to start taking your business more seriously. (laughs) Point number one, start talking about it more. I'm talking about to your friends, to your family, to your partners, to strangers. When people ask you what you do, don't undermine the fact that you are creating a powerful, impactful vehicle that is here to change the fucking world. Own that energy first and foremost, right? Start talking about it more. So whether this be to, you know, your friends or your family, I know a lot of us in this space, because especially coaching is like, I mean, it is becoming a lot more understood now, but there are still a lot of spaces where people, even in my own life, people are like, Jackie, I have no idea what you do. Like, I don't understand it. And I'm like, eh, that's your problem, not mine. Nah, I'm kidding. I don't say that. I try and explain it or I try to understand how they don't understand it. I mean, only if they're like someone who's a really big part of my life. Anyway, blah, blah, I digress. So start talking about it more to people in your life because when it becomes a current and a consistent piece of conversation, people in your world get interested, right? And people in your world ask questions and hold you accountable. And I always know that like when I speak to my goals, to my partner or my family or my friends or whatever, like they regularly check in to see how it's going. And it's an important piece of conversation. So if you start talking about your business more, it's going to feel more real, not only for you, but for the people around you too. I know so many coaches and so many spiritual CEOs who don't talk about what they do. Why? What are you scared of? Where does this fear come from, right? I can almost guarantee it's a fear of judgment or, you know, you you worry people won't take it seriously or blah, blah, blah. But guess what? You are the only one not taking it seriously if you are not actually expressing who the fuck you are and what you do out in this world, right? That's the first step or the first tip is to start talking more about your business. You don't need to talk about it all the time. It doesn't need to be the only part of your identity. And if it is, we've got some whole other conversations to have here. <laughs> but it is really important to start speaking about what you do and what you are doing more. So if people ask you, like, what do you do? Explain it to them. If your partner asks you how your day was in your business, tell them step by step what you did, what you overcame, what you spent time on, Right? Start speaking to yourself about it more too. Okay, so that's tip number one. Start talking about it more. Tip number two, (laughs) this is a good one, if I do say so myself. Stop avoiding the unsexy shit. 
Okay, now so many people are attracted into creating their own business because it's like that high vibe empowerment space and you get to be your own boss and do your own things and create financial freedom and blah, 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 and you're not capped and, all, you know, we all know the benefits, right? However, that's just the shiny side of having your own business. There is real unsexy stuff that needs to be done consistently and needs to be a part of your life in order to, to really have your business move into a more serious space than just kind of side hustle or hobby energy, right? So this is, this is stuff like admin, it's stuff like your taxes. It's 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 all of the unsexy stuff that for whatever reason is like assumed to not be part of of having your own business, but it really is, right? Every every single company whether you have you know, earned $0 yet or you're into the six-figure space, every single company has an equal amount of shiny and unsexy parts of it that need to be or get to be done and experienced and worked through in order to have brilliant results. Okay, so stop avoiding the unsexy stuff in your life. For me personally, I mean the unsexy shit in your business. For me personally, one of the unsexy things I used to really avoid was my tax. And holy fuck, I think I was about two years into my business. I was like already starting to make, you know, pretty good abundance. And then I realized I am stopping myself. I wouldn't be promoting stuff. I wasn't speaking to, you know, my offers. I was like avoiding DMs of people asking me how to work with me and all of that, literally stopping myself from making more money because I realized I don't know how the fuck to do taxes. And it's something that's really confusing to me and I don't know what I'm doing. And instead of getting help, I just like avoided it. So when I finally got help, I have the most amazing accountant. If anybody is in New Zealand and you're a coach or you work in the online space or anything like that, hit me up. I will give you his details. He is legit. He is amazing. And he really understands the the online entrepreneur space as well. So I think that's really important in, in every single part of our support team is to have people who actually understand like what we do as coaches or as, as online entrepreneurs. Anyway, basically, if you want a great accountant, hit me up. I'll give you his dates. But when I started working with him, everything changed for me because not only did he make the whole process really easy and I got to understand about tax and all of that, it, it, it kind of just like unlocked and unlocked the floodgates because I was stopping myself from going any further in my business because I didn't know and I didn't understand this unsexy thing. I also got like a $33,000 tax bill during, well, not, not tax bill, but we, we looked at my accounts and realized I need to pay $33,000 in tax in like a month. And I was like, fuck. So that was a lesson learned, full show. So stop avoiding the unsexy shit because it's the unsexy shit that is going to help you thrive long-term. Tip number three, create real work hours and stick to them. One of the things I've been helping a lot of my high-level one-on-one clients through at the moment is actually writing out like a job description for their job, for their role in their business. What do you actually need to do? Like what are your daily, weekly, monthly tasks that need to be done in order for your business to thrive? And once you have that job description written out and you have KPIs within it, so key performance indicators, you know what you're doing and you can stick to them, right? And you can look back over your day or your week or your month and go, okay, I did that. I didn't do that. What happened? Let's get radically responsible here, blah, 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 right? So creating work hours around this is really important because there's a really annoying thing that happens sometimes when you work from home or if you have your own business, And that's that a lot of people assume that just because you work from home, your work time is kind of like free time and like super flexible. And though it is to a point, 
it also isn't, right? Like if you worked a nine to five, you wouldn't move things around and do things to like accommodate other people or whatever. Like you would stick to those work hours. And so in order for your business to thrive, you need to do the same. And that's not at all to say like you can't have any flexibility and blah, 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 blah. Like I definitely thrive off flexibility in my business. And I know a lot of you guys do as well. But it is important to understand that, yo, you're building a business. This isn't like a play play thing. This is real fucking life. And if you want it to thrive, you need to set work hours based off that job description you've created for yourself. And you need to stick to them. That's the most important thing. So I basically work at the moment from, I would say, my first coaching calls right now, year five of my business, going into year six almost next month. I work from on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. My first calls are are either at 7 or 7.30 a.m. So I will do my calls and then I'll do all of the unsexy stuff, (laughs) all of the sexy stuff, whatever. I I probably kick off, log off work at about 3 p.m. I would say at the moment. This changes, right? Like I will go through different seasons in my business. You know, sometimes I like, you know, I've been through periods where I start at nine and I finish at four. Um, But yeah, at the moment I'm really loving working early in the morning with my clients and like kicking off our days together. It's really fun. So anyway, create work hours and stick to them. Okay. There's no rules around what those work hours have to be, but just, just create them based off that job description and those KPIs and ensure that you're sticking to it. Okay. Now my fourth tip is a biggie. Set boundaries for yourself regarding what your business actually needs from you. So this means during those work hours, what does your business truly need from you in order to thrive? For example, doesn't mean not going on social media for a three-hour block so that you can focus. Doesn't mean not going to social events for the month of whatever because you have this really big deadline that you're holding to yourself of something, you know, a program you're creating or an, or a freebie or a an, a, an ebook or whatever that, that it really requires your, your 100% consistent dedication and focus, right? Like what boundaries do you need to set yourself? So I'm not even talking about other people. I'm not talking about telling your, your bestie not to call you during work hours or asking your partner not to like <laughs> come knocking on the door or whatever. I'm talking about what do you need from yourself? What is your business asking from you in order to be the kind of business that you both want it to be? What does your business need from you? And what boundaries do you need to set yourself? For example, again, airplane mode on your phone is a biggie and it really helps, right? Maybe for you, it's it's getting up in the morning, doing your morning ritual, and then writing out your tasks for the day and sticking to those, right? Whatever it is that you need to create for yourself in your business in order to thrive, you need to do. Because again, great being your own boss shitty being your own boss because you have to be the one over your shoulder ensuring that you're taking all of this as seriously as you want the world to. Okay, last point. (laughs) Pretty simple. Have a plan and stick to it. Try your best, and I know it's hard, especially with social media, throwing you shit in your face 24-7. Try your best not to get distracted by shiny objects right? Really lean into the plan that you have created for yourself. I'm a big believer in having monthly plans, yearly plans, and daily plans, right? I don't really work week by week. I don't know why. I got no inspirational answer for that. I just, fuck, I don't know. It just doesn't, I just way prefer working days, months, and years. So I'm like, what do I want to achieve in this year? How do I make that work? 
during my month? And then how do I take that month and make it work during my day, right? So that I achieve those goals. For example, today I just submitted my book to Hay House for editing, which I'm so fucking excited about. Like literally, I squealed like a little girl. Um, Go onto my Instagram and check out the post, guys, because yeah, I want you to celebrate with me. Like you can literally hit send with me. It's so exciting. But to have that goal manifest into reality and in full transparency, I, I wanted to get that done by the end of June. It's now the 25th of July. So there was a whole nother month in between there that happened. But in order for me to have that happen this year, I had to dedicate 30 minutes of writing every single day from January till May. I finished, I think I finished the first draft sometime in May, mid-May or end of May. I then took the whole month of June and the whole month of July to then sit and edit it right? And in order to do that, I had to set work hours. I had to set boundaries. I had to focus. Like I had to hold myself accountable for that, right? So have a plan of what you want to achieve and stick to it. That is like the secret of success, having a plan and sticking to it. That's it. And sticking to it can also sometimes mean reassessing and readjusting as you go along. It's more just ensuring that the goal that you have set for yourself is complete and is done. So if this episode today has helped you guys to stop treat, rewind, if this episode has helped you to stop treating your sole purpose or your business like your side bitch or your side hustle, please let me know. Go ahead and, and, and share this. I would really, really love for this to reach more people. And as always, reach out in my DMs and let me know your biggest takeaway from today. I would also love to, to invite you all to message me your questions that you have about business so that I can turn them into podcast episodes too. All right, gang, I'm out. Love, light, and a high vibe. High five. Bye.